welcome to the next episode of the Fantasy Pints podcast. I'm I'm back, but I'm in a more scenic. Um, oh, I've got a more scenic background, haven't I, James? For the first yeah, time. yeah, it's a familiar garden to me. Been there many a time in my childhood. Back at your mum's, aren't you, Sean? Um, slightly more picturesque than the uh, the Venetian blinds of your flat. Well, I think some may disagree, but. Um, yeah, so <laughs> it's it's her birthday next week, but unfortunately I'm at the European Championships in London, so I'm back this weekend being a good son. Um, but yeah, we we we're struggling for time at the minute, aren't we, for recording? So we managed to get a slot midday in your hectic schedule. Yeah, for the listeners, uh, I feel like you are going to have to elaborate on what the European Championships are. Do you actually think that? Or is it? Yes, the Euros. Yes. England against Croatia, yes. Wembley, Wembley Stadium. No, so, fully, fully appreciate that. It was really just the way that you said the European Championships. Yeah, I, I did. I did think it sounded weird <laughs> at the time, <laughs> but that is the name. That's the name. Yeah, it's, yeah, not its most commonly referred to uh, title. Okay, so you're at the Euros. So you're actually going to the game. I didn't know that. No, yeah, I have a, a friend of mine has dropped on some tickets from from work. So yeah, I'll be. Excellent. I'll be there with my uh, face painted in a red cross. <laughs> we'll have to see pictures of that. I'll edit them into the next episode. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't think that's actually going to happen. But <laughs> but yeah, we've we've managed to get a recording slot. It feels nice to be back in my usual setting for once with a proper microphone mm, rather yes. than being sat in the car. Yeah. And we've got another musician on this week, haven't we? Um We've had a run of musicians now. Uh, she's headlining Rivfest um, in Warrington alongside Everything Everything. So I think it's been, we've been emailing each other for a while and we've finally got a date where we can do it today. So uh, yeah, it's Abby Rose Kelly. I'm looking forward to it. Let's get her in and have a chat. And we're joined this week by a special guest, another musician. It's Abby Rose Kelly. How are you doing? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. James, you good? I'm fantastic. Thank you very much, Abby, for joining us. Massively appreciate your time. No worries. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, obviously, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Rivfest um, yeah. in a bit, which is which is uh, which are headlining, which was the, obviously what we discussed when we were getting you on the pod. But first of all, could you tell us about sort of how you first got into music um, and your inspirations? Uh, well, my, my dad's always wrote poems. I think uh, that was. Ever since I was ever since I was little, I've always watched him like um, write little jokes and and stuff that always that always rhymed, and that always like appealed to me. Like the funniest things that he wrote were always the ones that were like play on words and stuff. And I think that um, after a while, like after a couple of years, it sort of evolved into more of like oh, I wanted to help him and, and and start writing stuff with him. And then I think it naturally progressed into music, and then I started uh, playing the guitar, and then it sort of just dominoed from there. Yeah, it works for me. <laughs> um, and and how have you found sort of the whole lockdown in terms of sort of personally, and then with your music as well? Um, well, in the first lockdown, I don't think I, I don't think I even touched my guitar once. I think a lot of that was um, frustration, uh, just of oh, I can't believe this is happening. Like, where could I have been if if this didn't happen? Um, and then obviously the Glastonbury stuff in the competition that that went. That was going on through the first lockdown as well, um, but then I think it took 
it took a long time to realise it kind of was a bit of a blessing and a curse because I feel like I learned a lot more about um, like writing and how important the songs are and how you sound and, and the craft of it is so much more important than whether it sounds good or looks good. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's supposed to sound good, but um, yeah. like live and stuff like that, it's more of a you know, you're, you're writing it for you and it's because it's bringing you something. It's not because, um, you know, you can imagine singing it to hundreds and thousands of people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then people naturally will connect with that because of what it means to you and they can yeah, relate hopefully. to how it made you feel when you wrote it. I, uh, yeah, hopefully that. that's that's kind of the goal. Yeah. And you just touched on a Glastonbury competition. So could you tell us a bit about what that was? Uh, oh, the emerging, uh, the emerging long, emerging competition for Glastonbury. I think there's like um, a couple hundred, not hundred thousand. I'm not sure how many people enter, but it's like once a year, and uh, then they, there's there's supposed to be like a big like competition where you go and it's like Battle of the Bands. But obviously last year they couldn't do that, so they just went off um, songs that you sent in. Uh, so I sent in a song and then they didn't hear everything and then. Um, I got long listed, so I was in the top the top ninety, along with like um, other bands like Courting and um, seeing what comes to mind because they were the only ones that I knew that were yeah. in it. Um, but yeah, there was ninety other amazing acts, and then yeah, it was just the uh, uh, they just did the rounds through there, but I only got on the long list, but that was cool. No, it's still good company to be in, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Especially yeah, Court, yeah. Court in a great band as well. Um, no, good cool yeah. And so we'll talk about your, your latest single then, um, Your Time. Can you tell us a bit about that track? Yes. Yeah, so actually I feel like I'm going <laughs> to, I've been lying. So when the first <laughs> lockdown, I went and stayed with my granddad and the only time like I ever did anything um, to do with music um was he told me about his, his brother that was in the the goldfish club in in the in in the war and that's when they were like there was a plane crash and they crashed in the sea but they survived they just float lay float on on the plane and he was telling me about that so I, I wrote like a couple of lines but then I got stuck that was all I came up with I, the the chorus like there's a gun there's a hand there's a broken man like that was the only bit I got. And then I left that for months. And then I did, I went to an open mic towards the end of December last year. And I met Marcus and he was just, he was he plays left-handed guitar as well. I was like, right, well, we have to write a song together. And then he sent me a WhatsApp video of like this, uh, he'd written his verse and I was like, yeah, we've got, we've got to do something with this because it's, uh, it's quite cool now. Yeah, that was great. And obviously you mentioned it briefly at the beginning, but another highlight recently has got to be being announced as the Rivfest headliner. Um, yeah. Alongside Everything Everything, I think, are playing the Saturday, you're playing the Sunday, yeah. is that right? So what was that like? What's that like to see your name on there? <laughs> well, at first, I, did, I didn't know for a while. Um, it, I thought that I was the main support of the headliner. And then, so I won't name names, but someone messaged me and she was like, oh, I'm so excited to see your headline. And I was like, and then she was like, oh, um, oh, sorry, got confused and talking about something else. So when they so when they told me, I was just like, like, um, I, I don't know, it was just a weird sort of feeling. Like, obviously, it's like, a, it's, a, you know, it's an honour to be thought of because I know that um, 
Sharon and, and the people who did the lineup, they they put a lot of thought into it and the, the local acts and stuff. So it was cool to be to be put um, as the headliner. I think that that was a very kind gesture. Yeah, and for anyone that doesn't know, I think it's the the River Reeves Foundation, isn't it? Viola Beach, yeah, um, who organised that festival. So it's like it's a great sort of cause as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, are you sort of local to Warrington? Is it is it a hometown sort of gig? Or uh, yeah, I moved to Warrington when I was uh, going to college, um, and then I'm, I live in Liverpool at the moment for university. But that's that one my parents live in Warrington, so yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's where so, that's where music sort of properly started, like where I started doing gigs and stuff. So, mm, so you could you could call it your hometown gig then, yeah, 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 a homecoming, homecoming. yeah, um, yeah. Do you um do you do much in Liverpool? Uh yeah, well before lockdown, um there was a couple of I like I played the arts club with Ask Elliot and I played with Jackaranda. Uh I've got at the end of July I've got Jimmy's coming up. Um I'm it's a great venue. Yeah, it's cool, it looks cool, doesn't it? I've, not, I've yeah. never actually been in, um, but it does look funky. Um Is it new to Liverpool, Jimmy's? I've, I've been to the one in Manchester. It is, but... it is, yeah, I've relatively new. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, it's right on the corner at the top of Old Street, opposite the bombed out church. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, supporting urban parks, and then I've got on the sixth of August uh, the Heebie Jeebies gig. So that'd be cool. That's nice. that, that's a Liverpool headline. That's all. In the, that's the same weekend as Bridge Fest. So that's cool. Yeah, and a lot's been made of like um, festival lineups, and obviously you're on the at the top of one of the bills. But there's been a lot made of sort of the lack of female representation across festival lineups this summer so how do you feel about about that and what what do the um, industry needs to do to to sort that bit out yeah of course i think that um like the the leeds festival and stuff like some of it's just ridiculous like um it's just like i don't think i think that at some point i've um probably also been a bit like not listen to just male artists but i've not realised or appreciated as much as I should have done, you know, mm. um, fellow, like, uh, female musicians, because they pop off, you know, there are, there are some absolutely incredible bands and absolutely incredible uh, women that are just, you know, taking over the world at the minute. Mm. And uh, I think that now is, you know, their time just to yeah. take over and um, show, show everyone what they've been missing. Uh, I yeah. do think that it's definitely been an issue and I think that we are going to come out the other side at some point. I think that I think that with Riffest, I think that uh, was the uh, Charlotte Davis who did all the booking and stuff. I think that was one of the main focuses was the fact that she wanted more fe- a fair representation of um, everybody who played music and not yeah. just you know just male artists and stuff like that. So, so um, it is we're on a we're on a we're on an upwards incline. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so fingers crossed next year it'll change. I don't know whether it's sort of been subconscious or it's just people haven't been pushed to the forefront. Maybe yeah, it's an industry so problem. I, I do think I do think I don't think it's in, in a lot of it is intentional. I, I think that people just are can just be arrogant sometimes, and I think that times are now changing, which is which is good. But I do think that it's not intentionally to you know um, affect or hurt people. I think yeah. that you know it's just. It's just the way the the world has worked for so long, and and it's and for all of that time, people have been uh, women have been coming out and being like, "Hang on, you know, 
we're actually we're going to sort this out with Sense Street, and they've been doing that for uh, like years, hundreds of years. And I think now that it's like mm-hmm. music and like my like the generation of what's happened, like what's happening in the current, the currently twenty twenty one, I think that sort of going there in another wave of women just like well, power and yeah. 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 I think with the attention that the situation has kind of garnered this year, hopefully that will drive positive change for next year, and then you know from there we can gain some momentum and, and start balancing the headline, uh, balancing the the festival lineups out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and another thing that was quite across, quite prevalent across social media was the whole Rishi Sunak retraining thing. So, uh, what, do you remember? Do you remember when that came out? What What was that like for someone who's who's trying to write songs, who's trying to break through as a musician to see all this? Yeah, I, I just I like it's just to the point where what like I just didn't have any words when that came out. Like it's just clutching it talk about clutching at straws talking about trying to uh like are you just you're just asking people to hate you you're just mm. asking for that sort of aggro like who looked at that and went oh yeah that's good we should tell people to retrain mm. because um the entertainment side i always work. think about that i always wonder who approves these posts who and who, who, who who's who's kind of proofreading these tweets and stuff before yeah. they go out probably Dominic like, cummins <laughs> Um, from like years ago, do you know when the flying baby or something, and it yeah. got can- cancelled. Yeah. I even proved that one, but yeah, I no, think, just an idiot. I think it just shows how disconnected politicians are from sort of reality. Yeah, doesn't oh it? no, absolutely. Like, what yeah. do they? But I bet you any money in their spare time, they probably spend hundreds of pounds to go watch shows every year. Oh yeah, the- like theatre. What seemed like theatre was the only thing that existed to them. <laughs> it was like nothing, nothing else creative happened. It was just the, just about getting the theatre back. But yeah, yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. So we'll move on to um, to the theme of the podcast. So it's uh, fantasy pints, three musicians, past or present that you could go for a drink with. Uh, you did mention at the beginning that you've got two. Uh, you you weren't too sure on your third. So to give you a bit more time to think, what type of uh, setting are you taking them to? What what booze are you going to be in? Oof. Oh, now you, now you have to think about that to be fair. So I didn't think that one. No, 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 I think I like it just be like a like a pub, like just yeah. a classic pub, you know, like just darker, just dark pub, just yeah, simple, style. simple but effective. Yeah, so a proper old style a, English yeah. pub, just a booze, yeah. yeah, right. I like that. So, who's who's your first guest? <laughs> uh, probably. Well, I know my first two, so Tyler Joseph from 21 Pilots. Okay. He would be one of the presents, obviously, because they're still um, going. And uh, then the second one that I already had would be Amy Winehouse, but I don't know whether um, <laughs> you're allowed to go to the club. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think she, she's been mentioned a few times, Amy Winehouse, so I think... Yeah. Tyler's not a common pick, is he? No, no. Uh, it's a good one. I think someone, someone I went to uni with, um, I think interviewed 21 Pilots when they were first first coming up, and now they're like, they're huge, aren't they? They're one of the biggest bands in the world. So are they one of your favourites? Have you 21 Pilots? Is that who you said? Sorry. Yeah. You yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, no, my friend did. My friend oh. did when he, 
like really small. And I, I remember him telling me about them. I thought nothing of it. And then like three years on, it was like, wow, <laughs> these, yeah, these are massive. Uh, no, they are, they are incredible. I think that I just want to pick his brain about his writing and like transitioning mm. into album and like all the concepts. Like his, his mind is, is just... The yeah. first time I ever heard of 21 Pilots was a cover... Oh yeah, that Elvis of one. was it? I can't help falling in love with you. Was yeah. it that? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, that was, yeah. was a great cover, and that, that was that was a good few years yeah. ago now. Yeah, that was the first time I ever came across them. Um, but they write some fantastic music now. Yeah, uh, and I am surprised actually that that Tyler's not a common pick. Um, but I don't think we've heard him once on the podcast. I don't know if you've heard him before in other interviews, Sean. No, no. I'll be honest. I didn't know him by name when you said him at first because I, 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 obviously, I obviously know the band. But uh, <laughs> well, when I was I was younger. I used to I used to absolutely love them. Like I think it was like I think everyone has the little emo phase, but I was never into like heavy screamo. So I sort of settled with Twenty One Pilots. I still love them. I still I still do like them now because it's just it's been such like a like I said from album to album like the the concepts and the stories that go into it. It's just it just blows my head. It's crazy how some of them come up with like a whole different universe yeah so what about amy what 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 are your reasons for uh for picking amy i just think that um the way she the way she spoke about music is definitely like i just want to listen to her speak about her craft and what she did and 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 how she you know how she felt when she was doing like when she was coming up with these songs and when she was when she met tony bennett and like just asking her like um how like I just I just want to see into her mind like I feel like if I was going to talk to any of these people it would just be for them to just give me to soak up all this information and just be like oh my god like I just I have no words like there's no air left in me just tell me everything yeah. I feel yeah. like so you're just- coming you're coming from a completely sort of educational point of view you're picking people that you want to sort of quiz on their musical talent so you can soak it all in because there's two different approaches I think there's that approach where you can sort of pick artists that you've idolized um, purely on their ability because you want to have a chat with them and try and soak it all into sort of better yourself and your career, which I think is fantastic. You can also, we, we get some people that sort of pick people that they just want to chat with because, uh, you know, you say, well, why have you picked? Character. Yeah, why, why have you picked them? And they're like, well, because, you know, I think they'd have some funny stories and it'd be a right laugh. And um, <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I would get absolutely hammered being <laughs> Like, there's nothing, there would be nothing better to sit there and, and try and have a drink off, like, a, how many Yay bombs we can do in, like, a minute, maybe, or something. Yeah. I actually saw a clip, a clip of Amy Winehouse on Jules Holland, I think it was on Friday, from, a, like, when she was... It was quite early on, and her voice is just like untouchable. I know she's absolutely, yeah, she is untouchable. Is a really good word for it. Mm. It was pre beehive as well. It was like <laughs> I didn't recognise her. And, well, she had that was her iconic haircut. Yeah, yeah. Massive thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, how do you think Amy and Tyler would get on? I think. Oh. Oh yeah, I didn't really think about whether they would get on or not. I reckon that she would think he was he was quite weird. <laughs> I think I think he'd just be like, "All right, yeah. and this is what you do." I don't think she'd grasp the. I think that'd be. I think that'd be funny to see actually. I reckon you could coax them into some conversation. Yeah, no, I reckon that they like. I mean, everyone's sound after a beverly, aren't they? Yeah, mm. like you say, a few Jaegers down them, and then yeah, and then we'll be, be laughing. Best yeah. that would be a weird album. 
So so with the third third choice. So we're in it. We're in a typical dark pub boozer. You've got yourself on a table with Tyler from Twenty One Pilots and Amy Winehouse, and Liam Gallagher's just lurking in the corner. Um, because we've we've decided as a as a, a podcast rule, you're not allowed to pick LG anymore because it's just assumed that he's going to be there anyway. Fair so, <laughs> it, was, so it should be like an option, shouldn't it? Because uh, basically, he was getting picked so many times that it was like um, we need to try and mix it up a bit. And then yeah, but some people some people won't like him, so I think you should have the LG <laughs> option. Would would you take him in the boozer or would you have him? Would you get rid? I'd have him outside. <laughs> so he doesn't he doesn't count as one of your picks but you can choose whether or not he's in there or if he's barred from this particular pub yeah barred he can barred. be in there as soon as he starts swilling someone then <laughs> I'll, have a, I'll, I'll boss him I don't care no, no. <laughs> so who's your third pick I bet he's signing <laughs> who's, who's your third choice then Okay, I think I'm gonna have to play safe bet and just. So I've got me um, my the people that I would just like just be in complete awe in and just want to know everything. And then I think I'd probably I'd want to say hello to Frank Sinatra because I love mm-hmm. I love his song "That's Life" because it just I feel like it's my anthem because yeah. it just it just is that's life. Like it's just okay. a, a wonderful song and I just want to tell him. I, be like, I like it. Have you ever heard yeah, the like, that's, that's my soundtrack. Um, every single day walking down Bow Street, I'm just like, that's life. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you heard the Bradley Walsh cover of That's Life? Oh my God, no. <laughs> like, oh, I've, I've, I've also movie. not heard this. Is it, when I was at uni, I think it was the last year or maybe just left uni, one of my friends went, at some point tonight, I'm going to put a Bradley Walsh song on. You're going to sing along, but you won't know it's Bradley Walsh. And I was like, no chance. And about three hours later, I'm just in the corner singing along to That's Life. And he just I sit, catch, catch a glance with him and he's like, look, I looked at it, it's Bradley Walsh. That's crazy, Bradley Walsh. You're going to have to listen to Didn't this. he like break a world record for selling? You know, he got top of the charts, didn't he? Just yeah. Album, physical copies of his album because it was just a bunch of selling I think it was like it was the same year as Blossoms, I think, and pretty sure he, he there was some record that he got over over them. And I might be might be wrong there, but yeah. Bless them. Yeah. But, no, but uh, yeah. Frank Sinatra. Definitely. Yeah. No, great choice. Just, just be like just to just to tell him that he would he's just cool. And I think that I think that Tyler Joseph and Amy Winehouse both probably like Frank Sinatra, so there's a common interest there. So we're all bonding over Frank Sinatra and then we'll all get bevied and then be best mates. So I think that's the most logical thing. Yeah, no, good choice. So um, looking ahead then, obviously you've, we've, you've mentioned a couple of your gigs. What, what are your other plans for 20, what, 2021? Are you going to be releasing any more music? Uh, yeah, hopefully. I mean, I'm, I'm always wanting to release music. It's just whether or not it's like, a, I feel like I, I always write a song and then if it gets past a certain point, I'd be like, right, okay, well, that doesn't, I'll, I'll have to come back to that in a few months now because it's mm. it's it's past it. it's cr- not creative peak but it's past there's a reason that you're writing it there's a, re- there's a reason for every word that you come up with and I feel like if I'm trying to if I have like a song 
and it gets to a certain amount of time and I'm not finished, I, just, I have to come back to that because obviously there's nothing left there until until something happens. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. That's, that, that, that comes probably. back to what you were saying earlier, doesn't it? In that, you know, you, you're not writing these songs for other people, you're writing them for you. And, uh, and we said, you know, people like that kind of thing because they can see that you've written it for you and they can possibly relate to that situation. So if you start to feel like you're forcing the words out, then that's, you know, it's not going to yeah. be authentic and therefore you're yeah. not going to be happy well, with it. So, well, I never want, I think I never want my, uh, my music to be something that I wouldn't personally say that I am. I want it to always be a hundred percent. Yeah. I love um, that. Another thing I wanted to ask you earlier, you, you mentioned you kind of got into music because your dad wrote poems and yeah. I know that quite a quite a common um, quite common practice for a lot of people when they're writing the music is that they don't necessarily write a song but they write a poem. Yeah. To turn it into a song, is that would you say that that's what you do? Um, I think that like uh, I think that for a long time I I love a band called Fontaine's DC and I know that that's what they do. Yeah. Um, I I watched um, I had to write like a, a uni report on them, uh, so I, I watched a lot about them and like the like reading reading about how they turned it into songs. But I never really sat down and was like, this is a poem, and this is a song. I think like they've always been because they are two separate things on paper. But I think together, like if a song is a poem, yeah, that, that will always be the case. And I think there's some more now than maybe like a couple of years ago I've, I've started writing in like in poem format not necessarily following the verse chorus verse chorus structure anymore like just trying to just getting out everything that I need to get out on on this page and then just take it from there so I, I suppose I think I think so yeah probably Probably yeah, a lot of it. Like you say, they are completely different things, but you could take like a perfect example is um, I Want to Be Yours by Arctic Monkeys. Have you heard? Because yeah. that, that's that's taken yeah. from a, a John Cooper Clark poem. Have you heard John <laughs> Cooper Clark actually actually year perform 10G. that? Yeah, I did that in year 10 GCSE. I remember that. I remember reading it and being like, Whoa. Yeah. This is like monkeys. <laughs> Yeah, I think now you've mentioned about Fontaine's DC as well. I think that oh, such a spring now off the latest album set. That that basically sounds like a poem. Now I'm thinking about it. I've, I didn't yeah. know that about them, but yeah. Yeah, was... no, yeah, every every song because they all they all met through poetry or something. Mm. Something. Yeah, they're gonna be, they're gonna be huge. I think yeah. like that. Yeah, no, they're cool. I really like them. Yeah, but um, so thanks thanks very much for your time. Um, oh, thank you. No. Um, Abby, before before you shoot um, Rivfest, when is it? How can people get tickets? Um, yeah. Also, plug your social media. Let us know where everyone can find you. Where can they find your music? Um, so Rivfest is on the oh god, I don't want to get this one. The eighth <laughs> of August, Sunday the eighth. It's not that weekend, but I'm headlining yeah. Sunday. It's free entry on the Sunday. Um, mm. But get yourselves down for. And Saturday and Friday because I have incredible acts all over the entire weekend, um, and that's gonna it's gonna be brilliant. My name is Abby Rose Kelly, so if you just type that in, you can just you know you find myself if you want. I mean, so yeah, yeah, yeah brilliant. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much for your time, Abby. We massively, massively appreciate it. Oh, no, thank you. I, I love the podcast. So yeah, some really good <laughs> picks there for the fantasy pints as well. 
Yeah. Um, so I appreciate that. Guys, please make sure that you uh, you jump on social media, um, follow Abby, keep up to date with what she's doing. If you can get down to Rivfest on, well, over the weekend, but specifically on Sunday, the 8th, did you say, of August, uh, yeah. when, when Abby's headlining, please do. Uh, she is fantastic. You do not want to miss it. Abby, thank you so much for your time. Thank we'll you. be looking out for you and we'll hopefully bump into you again soon. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks Cheers. a lot. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. No Cheers. Yes, yeah, so that was Abby Rose Kelly. Um, I've just realised looking at my camera, I can't tell if I'm sunburned or it's a poor, or it's sunlight or it's just a poor camera in general, yeah. but I look... Do you, know what, do you know what I think it is? All the light is behind you, you know, because you're in the conservatory. It's all windows mm. and stuff. So all the light's behind you rather than any... But I also noticed that there are Venetian blinds behind me as well. Um, That's very true, yeah. Sticking and once with your again, theme. it shows why they are shut, usually. Yeah, very true. I um, rather intelligently place myself behind the French doors, not in front of them. So I've got light coming at me, which is good. Not your first rodeo. Well, in my little flight in Manchester, I, I can't sit anywhere where light will be coming at me. But, um, and also, it's, it's a main road, so I don't want to but, be staring out. I can give you Jess's ring light if you want. She's got a little, one of those little LED things. You put it in front of you, makes people be able to see it. This is absolutely useless for the audio listeners, by the way. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Riff Fest. Um, it's a great lineup. Um, obviously, Abby's headlining everything, everything are headlining too. And it's a full weekend, Friday to Sunday, of, of great music. So I think people should go. It's a great cause. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, mm -hmm. I'm. Uh, I'm excited to see how that how that plays out. I'm looking forward to keeping up to date with Abby as well and uh, and following her music. So yeah, great guests, some really good picks as well. Um, as I sort of mentioned in uh, in the main body of the podcast, we've never had, or certainly I've never seen uh, Tyler from Twenty One Pilots be picked. And like I, I wasn't going to admit this, uh, but Sean did. I didn't know him by name either. Um, yeah, I was worried she was going to stop after saying that, and then it was going to be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to Google it on your phone as we go along. Um, yeah. No, but it, it, it is a really good pick, actually. I'm surprised that no one's ever picked it before. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, and before we close, there's there's um, just over a week left to, to do the Why Not competition for two tickets. I need to remember to do that on the intro next time, because that will be on the day of... The, the close of the Why Not competition. It's two tickets and it's a great lineup. Fontaine's DC are there, as we were just talking about. Mannix, uh, Stereophonics, Bombay Bicycle Club, Bo Blossoms. It's it's a packed. So, yeah, uh, two packed tickets. out lineup. And let me see if I can do the social media and see if I can get this right for once. So, you can find us on Twitter at Northern Chorus underscore. Correct. Instagram at Northern Chorus. Correct. Facebook at Northern Chorus UK. Ding, ding, ding. Bingo. <laughs> Follow us on social media. Keep up to date. Get involved with that competition. And we'll see you next Thursday with another podcast. Yeah, see you next week. Bye-bye.